Hi, and welcome to the Post-Acute Point of View, our discussion hub for healthcare technology in the out-of-hospital space. Here we talk about the latest news and views on trends and innovation that can impact the way post-acute care providers work. And we take a look at how technology can make a difference in today's changing healthcare landscape in both home-based and facility-based care organizations and the lives of the people they serve. Today we hear from Eric Grundon, Chief Customer Officer, and his special guest. Let's dive in. Well, good afternoon, and thank you for joining the Matrix Care team and, and one of our customers for a, hopefully a great conversation around the transition to the cloud, LPC, all things that kind of relate to that. We look forward to sharing a little bit with you, but again, appreciate each and every one of you taking time away from what you're doing, your businesses, your residents, and joining us for a conversation that you'll get quite a bit out of. I am very pleased and honored. We have a customer that has made this transition join us today for this conversation team from Waverly Heights, and I'll let them introduce themselves, but uh, super excited to have Bob and Jonathan join us. So Bob, you'll just take a couple of minutes, introduce yourself a little bit about Waverly Heights, and then uh, Jonathan will pass it to you to do the same. Sure. Great. Thanks, Eric. I got the super excited pun because my last name's Super, but I'm Bob Super at Waverly Heights. I'm the CFO. And Waverly, just real quickly, we were founded back in 1986. We're located in the Philadelphia suburban market area, which is one of the most densely populated market areas in the country. We're in an upscale market, so we have high-end clientele living here. We're at A-minus positive Fitch rating car for credited. We're on 63 acres. We have 220 units, 150 apartments, 70 or villas on the independent side. And we've got about 100 healthcare units. It's about a $45 million a year budget. And we own a private duty companion company that has about 11 million of that revenue. So I'll turn it over to Jonathan. Sure. Hi, uh, my name is Jonathan Prack. I am the director of IT service here at Waverly Heights. I've been here 15 years, the same time we actually went with uh, Metric Care LPC when it was known as Advanced Answer on Demand. So I worked my way from being a co-op started and recently become director for about five years now. And I'll just add that I've been in the senior living LPC industry at basically three companies for 38 years now in various roles in operations and finance and been a happy matrix care customer for over 25 years. I guess try to describe them as saying that the whole is better than the sum of its parts. I think we're committed to having a system where we use most of matrix cares applications. Maybe each individual application may not be the best, but you can assure that they're working to improve it. That kind of fit for our strategy here for how we moved into the cloud. But, you know, in whole, we're very happy with matrix care. Well, thank you for that, Bob, and I appreciate both you and, and Jonathan taking some time this afternoon. My name is Eric Grunin. I'm the Chief Customer Officer here at Matrix Care. Uh, I know many of you that are joining us today are on the fence a little bit about this transition of moving from an on-prem, a server solution into the cloud, and really want you to hear from Waverly Heights about the transition and the experience that they had, both leading up to, and then, of course, the transition, and then coming out of that transition where they are now. And I've had a chance to spend some time with both Bob and Patrick 
Eric. They've got a great story. And I think what you'll find today is a very thoughtful process that they took and the reasons behind it. So with that, let's jump in. And I'm just going to throw these questions out, Bob, you and Jonathan take turns going back and forth and we'll uh, fill in where we need to be. But the term cloud is kicked around a lot. You hear it on the TV, you hear it in the industry, private cloud, public cloud. And if you're not familiar, if you're not in IT, if you're not doing this for a living, it could seem a little uh, overwhelming in what that truly means. First, start by giving me your definition. What, when you think cloud, when you're starting to take this seriously, what were you thinking about as in your own words about the cloud? Bob, we'll start with you. Yeah, I guess it was a group of servers that we would basically store information that would be much more secure and safe and prevent us from adding servers like we have over the years as our data requirements have moved up. Awesome. Jonathan, anything to add from your standpoint? Yeah, well, I always stay in touch with technology, pretty much stay abreast of it, trying to make sure that I'm up to date. I've known cloud pretty well. I went to the seminar with MetroCare when they started introducing clouds, and uh, I have known for you know a pretty good amount in the definition of it. But for me, it is something that we kind of want to make sure that MetroCare's cloud is ready for us. That's the reason why we're waiting to see. But cloud definition for us is pretty much same thing with Bob was saying. It's just kind of like a farm of servers that pool all kind of resources that are available for the software application that MetroCare use, you know, the pervasive SQL to kind of load all that information onto there and able to provide all those resources instead of us going out there to buy the hardware that match the performance that required for the application. Absolutely. And, you know, from my standpoint, I have this conversation a lot with customers. You, when you say the words on-premise, you're talking about that hardware, those servers being in your office and then the maintenance of that. And of course, natural disasters and all of those things that you have to worry about versus the cloud being a, a managed solution provides that security and such. So, you know, Jonathan, staying with you, when you think about the the benefits versus when you were starting to, to weigh the benefits versus the cons of moving from an on-premise solution where you've got your hands on it and you see it every day into the cloud where you mentioned it is the matrix cloud actually ready. What did you see as the, as the biggest benefits of moving towards that? Well, for us right now, the biggest benefit that we've seen is less downtime. We do have to do a lot of upgrade. When there's an upgrade that we, we have to have our IT staff to actually stay you know, at midnight or, or later because we are 24-7 service. So we want to make sure that is up. But with cloud solution, you kind of have all of that ready and the upgrade seem seamlessly because once the upgrade is done, you have multiple servers that you can run while doing the upgrade. And then once that's done, you kind of switch over and just copy the data over. This is all behind the scenes. No one else is going to see it, but it's a lot better than us as an IT to kind of shut down the server because we have only one server instead of having a like I said before, a pool of servers where you can jump from different location to another without interrupting the client to use the resources. Great. Bob, anything to add there from your standpoint? Just from the financial perspective, the less time that the IT team here can spend on routine tasks, the better off we are to focus on key initiatives like IT security which is a key focus for us. And then not having to buy servers repeatedly is a big plus for us. I guess I look financially at the win-win side of version having gone through it in November of last year. 
great points from both the technical and the financial side. You know, as you started down this, you know, I, I'm interested in, of course, we sent out a lot of messaging and we were talking about Matrix Cares Cloud and we we're still encouraging our customers to make that transition for a lot of reasons. Were there specific problems either from a business standpoint or from an IT standpoint that you were trying to solve around the consideration of moving the cloud? Bob, let's start with you on the business side. Well, I guess as Jonathan said, we we're a little conservative moving into the process. It's been out for a couple of years. And I, I think from a business perspective, we knew the benefits that we just discussed, kind of seen those benefits live for a number of months now. But, you know, it's basically worked out well for us. And business-wise, we're always trying to be as efficient as we can. And I think this is a tool that makes us much more efficient from an IT standpoint. Yeah, from me specifically, the reason why we didn't jump into cloud right away, first, we don't want to be the beta of, you know, what's going on, going up there. Of course, everybody want, don't want to be the beta, but now that you've been doing it very efficiently, and I saw the transaction that we've been transitioned to you guys uh, last year was really great seeing that you've done your due diligence to kind of mitigate all the downtime and uh, data migration and all that. So after I seen all that, we realized, okay, this is a great opportunity for us to go. Again, I also look at it financial sometime that it is a great thing that if we are going, we're going to be saving on, you know, IT staff times and also the downtime that we can mitigate doing this upgrade. And also the sometime we have to do this call, metric uh, card, like the enhancements process that we kind of do it every quarterly where we have to kind of re-ramp all the, the memory that we use on premises. And then that takes a lot of hours and that's a lot of downtime for not only for just IT staff, but also for all clinical staff as a whole, they have to kind of maybe go on paper if this going to, for one hour or two hours to kind of save the memory for the server to work on application. So that is something. That's a great point. Those are great points. And, and again, you know, it, it's, I don't think, you know, matrix cares alone, when you're talking about solutions that you move to the cloud, the impact of having them in your office versus in the cloud. On that note, a little bit of a wild card question for you here, Jonathan, are there other applications that you've either recently moved into the cloud, you know, after experience with moving the LPC solution or that you're considering moving to the cloud that you use in, in your facilities? Well, yeah, uh, currently we actually have Office 365 that is in the cloud. We are planning to move our Active Directory to the cloud as well. As we might continue to do a hybrid. Of course, there's always a pros and cons to, to do either one of them. So we want to do a hybrid because we want to make the transition as, as smoothly as possible. Again, to me, giving the employees, the staff to work without interruption is the goal. You know, Because when you have interruption to a business, that costs a lot of money. So for sure. us as an IT, we have to find that solution. Going to the cloud, we just have to make sure our internet connection, ISP is all duplicated and redundant and backup. So make sure all that is done from your end to make sure that you have a pure good connection to provide the resources and connection from the other end. Metricare, of course, would have unlimited connection and the speed will be phenomenal. But if you're on premises, internet connection is not as fast and, and is slow. You're not going to get full potential that you can be benefiting from going to the cloud. Exactly. That's good. Very good points. Bob, back to you. You alluded to your main focuses and reasons of doing this was from a financial standpoint. And I'm not asking you to, to open the books and share your screen on the details here, but is there are there things that you can allude to or some high level uh, experiences that you can share with what kind of financial impact that this move had for you? 
Yeah, we probably estimate that we save about $25,000, $30,000 a year in potential purchases of servers based on our recent history. And then IT staff, I think Jonathan and I estimated we might save 15 to 20 hours a month, which basically adds up to a couple hundred hours a year of their time, which you can put a price on that based on how you price it out. But exactly. there's there's definitely been economies of scale and, and the change that we've made. That's impressive. That's good. To see that kind of in detail is, is tremendous. I guess this question could be for both of you. I'll, I'll stay with you, Bob. Were there concerns the night before you made the decision to make this move? Are you still kind of weighing, you know, should we do it? Is this the right time? What, what were the main concerns about actually making the final decision to make the move to the cloud? Yeah, we had had budgeted for two years before we actually did it. And I guess my concern at the high level, because I'm not a technical IT guru like Jonathan and his team, was the impact that it could have on all the users and the potential issues that could arise. I mean, I can't say that from a technical standpoint, but I mean, you kind of get in the groove with business and you're moving right along and you can say, well, gee, this isn't really that big of a priority, but it's something we realized over time that we definitely needed to do. So I was real concerned about how the conversion would go, which without jumping ahead too far and any questions you might have was actually seamless and smooth as could be. And I know Jonathan could talk about that as well, but I'm sure we would have heard and I would have heard as the CFO, if we had problems with users and different operating systems on the clinical side that we use and the financial side, if we can't close the books and a lot of information that we generate and rely on, that system breaks down because we're converting to the cloud, then we were a little bit uneasy about the potential for that. Thank God the potential never came to fruition because it went really well. Good. Thank you. Jonathan, Andy, you know, from your standpoint, from the IT standpoint, what catch you up the night before or during the process or what catch you from going earlier? Yes, absolutely. We didn't want to go earlier again. Like I said, we don't. We didn't want to be the better. But from the IT perspective, we just want to make sure we check all the lists from security standpoint. You know, HIPAA compliance. Is it encrypted? Password protected? How secure it is to lock in and all of that. But after talking with your team, who I can also kind of give them applause for it because they've done a really good job communication, you know, with me and kind of make sure and ensuring that the transition will be smooth as possible. I just very much go through the list with them, pretty much, you know, it's make sure the printers, because we, we have pretty much have everything with metric care, point of sales, financials, clinical. So all that very important to us. Again, downtime is not something that I would want to face for like two, three hours. If you're telling me, oh yeah, it's going to take six hours. I'll be like, nope. Whenever you're ready to give me like a better transition, then I will move to you. And that's when you ensure me that it's going to be a better transition. And it happened. It, it wasn't a good, smooth transition that we had done when we moved to. We check all the lists, make sure the printers are ready, make sure the, the icons on the desktop for the, the users will be the same. I think with all that, ensure me to be like, you know, ready. We, we are ready to go to the club with you. Wonderful. Wonderful. And thank you. Let's stay on that theme. Let's talk a little bit more in detail 
about that transition process. Jonathan, from your standpoint, give the folks that have not yet gone through this process, what should they expect from a timeline standpoint, the interaction with the matrix care team? How much extra work are they going to see for a period of time as they start to make this transition? Sure. From the IT perspective, we did our legwork before the transition, pretty much make sure we communicate with the IT team. But I'm really glad because I think the metric care IT team's really done a phenomenal job communicating and responding to the email. That was the most concerning because I don't want to ask a question when I have doubt and never got any response. But you guys done a great job responding to all the questions. And that's made me feel more confident going with you guys to the cloud. Also, we did out again, we done our kind of checklist make sure all the printers are ready. Before we go to the cloud, we test it out first. We make a kind of sandbox that we test it out on our environment, installing on a, a system of our system, you know, from POS, from the clinical point of view, from the point of sales, point of care. We installed all that system on our IT rooms and test it all out, make sure everything looks smooth and all that and do all the most as backup as possible so that transition uh, will shorten the time. Of course, metric care will tell you it would take six hours, you know, four to six hours. I don't know you got what how many hours now you guys telling people, but it's it was a lot faster for us, you know, than than expected. But again, we want to ensure the communication with whatever team that's gonna be on that. If you are have clinical teams that you're working with, make sure you communicate with them and make sure that they know this is happening. But I think another thing that make it a smooth transition is that all our IT staff was here on site to make sure to kind of like talk with the nurse, with the CNA to ensure that it will be coming back up. And once it's up, we ensure that all goes smoothly as possible and we stay behind to make sure everything else is done right. Wonderful. Wonderful. Bob, anything to add from your standpoint? I know you probably have to get your hands dirty on the IT side, but there were probably things that you had to prepare for as well. No, I just kept abreast of what was going on, but I wasn't here overnight like Jonathan and the team were I was fully supporting you but anyway but we did well and I don't think we were down how many hours would you estimate I'm trying to remember Jonathan we were even down not long I would say max was about two hours at least to get all the icons and every workstation because we have to push it out to, to do all that so you have to have your team is capable of pushing out all the software installation for the metric clouds icons on there and also beforehand we communicated and make sure letting all the staff know this is what the icons gonna look like if it is gonna change if it is different from what you have right now because the remote desktop looked a little bit different and the expectation how long they're gonna have to wait for this especially with first initial and then just make sure that you communicate and let them know that hey if there's any problem reach out to us immediately and i stayed after the transition a couple of days later but I think most important is the communication again with your team after it happened, because you do have some other stuff that happened, for instance, like some of the database that's not running right on, for instance, like F9. We still use F9, but I know you guys have enterprise analytics ready, but we still use that for sites where we have to kind of configure all that. And also any third software company like rehabs or pharmacies interface and all that, just make sure all that's all done behind the scene with your IT team and with your on-premises team to make sure that is working as well. Again, important to test it out before you actually go live with it. Yeah, great advice, great advice. One of the questions that I get a lot as I start to talk to customers that are still having a little bit of caution and 
thinking about this transition LPC is how is the life of my IT staff going to change? Or, you know, am I still going to need them? Are they going to be asked to do things that they're not ready to do? Or that maybe am I going to have to get different staff? So Jonathan and Bobby, you as well, you know, what, how is the team's responsibility changed now that there is not physical hardware in your office and everything is in the cloud? To me, we have a lot other application as well, not just metric cares. For us going to the cloud, that means the end of IT. You don't need a person to be here at all. I mean, they still need us because there's time that they couldn't access to metric care, either because again, you have all your networking done in-house where it is important to keep that up and running 24-7 now, now you're relying on that. Now your IT team will be focused to make sure you have a 24-7 connection to it and the speed that required to process every application requesting data from metric care. Now all the servers can handle everything because it's now is in the cloud. A pool of server can done all the calculation and everything for you. But if you don't have the connection, the capability, let's say you have a hundred workstations or something more than that, you need to be able to access all that because now everything is going out instead of locally. A lot of time you never have to need 500 gigabyte or one gigabyte or two gigabyte bit connection, but now you have to gun to run into that. Some location only have what, you know, 100 megabyte or 500 megabyte. We need more bandwidth to handle all this uh, connectivity that's going on in daily activity or daily work. Wonderful. What's the staff's reaction then? Do they know that this has happened? Have they seen any kind of change in any way, shape, or form? I know you had to let them know you're going to be down for a couple of hours. Have they had any comments? Have there been any concerns? Either way, both positive or negative. We're here for it all. So don't, if there's been some, some issues, let us know about those as well. I think the word I would use is transparent because we worked up front with Matrix Care team and our IT team because of the communication we put out in advance because of the fact that the guys were there overnight to hold hands with some people who may get more nervous about changes like this. It worked out very well. I never heard many complaints or many comments from anyone. I mean, the finance team are power users too. And everything went real smooth from that perspective because of course I was here first morning when we were converted to the cloud, but everything seemed to almost be too good to be true from my perspective, at least. Yeah, from the IT perspective, there weren't a lot. I think, again, I think we did the lab work with the metric care team, kind of ensure everything looked the same. There's not much change. Now, I think one of the things that a little bit different too, we actually had gone with terminal service with metric care before we went to the cloud. So a lot of that is very familiar to our employees as well. So they already known that we've been using terminal servers to connect and remote desktop to the cloud had been almost the same to them. The only caveat and a little bit different is point of sale because the printers, the mapping takes some time to start up the metric care that sites. And now they kind of go over that huddle and kind of like, you know what, it, it is what it is. When it's done, it's loaded, it worked perfectly. So that's fine for us. Awesome. A couple of final questions here with Bob, Jonathan, either one. Start with you, Bob. As you've moved from the, having a server and that the hardware in your facility now to the cloud, have you had to rethink some anything operational changes that you've made inside of the organization? Bob, we'll start with you and then Jonathan. I'm sure you've had to have some of those as well. Well, from my perspective, there hasn't been too many operational changes. I mean, I guess I like the fact that the guys don't have to do as many quarterly updates being here at night to do that 
type of operation. But I mean, for the most part, again, it, it's been fairly transparent from my perspective. Good. Jonathan, anything operationally you guys have changed on the IT side? I think operation wise, I mean, we kind of no longer having to worry about doing midnight spending hours, upgrading and all that. So we use that time to sleep better. But beside that, from the daily basis, now that it's gone to the clouds, we have support for metric cares all the time. We use that time to focus on different projects that we have going around on campus, you know, because metric care, of course, it's a big application, a critical application for us, but we have others tasks in hand that we have to complete, you know, with many things, make sure you keep up with compliance, make sure your campus are improving and uh, meeting the, uh, the resident needs on different other level. And that's what we focus on right now. So it's great that we can take one off on our plate and kind of move on to something else that can improve the campus and the company as a whole. Awesome. Well, again, we appreciate your candor and sharing your experience with us. Last question. If you had to give one, maybe two pieces of advice that you felt were most important, either things that you did that made your transition smooth or things you wish you would have done to make it just a little smoother. Bob, we'll start with you. One or two big pieces of advice for the group out there. Just I would advise people that if you're thinking about it, go for it. I would say it turned out to be very efficient and economic from our perspective. Another thing I didn't mention that I liked a lot, which used to drive me crazy, I think we had 27 amendments and they all came up at different times from a billing perspective or an administrative perspective. So we're able to work with matrix care to the point now where we just get quarterly bills and everything's on the same time cycle, smooths out the financial layout of cash over the course of the year, each quarter. And that worked out fairly well. And there were a couple apps that really didn't cost us any more at all. And there were a couple apps that had been thrown in like the enterprise analytics that we had. We were on a webinar yesterday trying to learn more about that and use that too as well. So I would just encourage everyone to move ahead, you know, plan in advance like we did, but move ahead and, and you won't regret it. Awesome. Awesome. Jonathan, from your standpoint. Again, just pretty much be prepared. Have your IT staff ready. Communication, communication. It's the key point to kind of ease everybody's expectation. Don't want them to go like, oh, no, I can't do this. This is something big is going on. No, you definitely can go move forward with it. If you are you know, thinking about them, going to the cloud, just I think you can do it. Just be prepared to make sure you test, have the same environment. And Metric Care team will definitely guide you through all that so you can communicate as long. They've done a very good job communicating with me and anytime there's an issue, uh, right away jump on it and we work on the solution together and that's how they kind of ease us with the migration. Awesome, awesome. Well, thank you both and appreciate your feedback. So with that, Bob, Jonathan, thank you so much for your time. More than anything, appreciate your partnership and sharing your experience. Thank you for spending time with us today. Thank you so much. You guys have a great day. That concludes the latest episode of the Post-Acute Point of View from Matrix Care. We have a lot of guests and topics coming up that you won't want to miss, so be sure to subscribe. If you've enjoyed today's podcast, and if you have a topic you'd like us to discuss, leave us a review. To learn more about Matrix Care and our solutions and services, visit matrixcare.com. You can also follow us on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook. Thank you for listening. Be well, and we'll see you next time.